Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Own Your Awkward podcast. I'm your host, Andy Vargo, and today we have the very amazing, very positive, and very kind Louisa Garrett. Louisa, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm I'm so excited to have you here because I... You know, I think I saw you on Facebook through one of Sarah Elkins' posts, and I was like, I need to know this woman <laughs> from seeing your videos. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, my this podcast is audio only, and I, if you guys, you have to look at the picture and see Louisa smile because that just encompasses your energy, and I love it. And if, if we were on video, you would see it, but picture the smile, look at the picture, and then take that into this call, because that just encompasses what I see and vision, envision when I think of you, and I love it. And so you are someone I've really wanted to have on, so thank you so much. Uh, what, what can you tell us about yourself so that people know who we're talking to? Sure. You know, thank you, Andy. I really appreciate it, and um, I'm glad to talk to you today. My, uh, I'm Louisa, I am the founder of Make Kind Loud, and that really is as simple as it says. My mission and my goal in life for the rest of my life is to bring joy and kindness and love to the world as loudly as I possibly can. So that is that's me, really pretty much to the chill. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, you know, that – sounds like such a simple mission, but it probably is not as simple as it uh, should be. Right, right. I mean, it can be overwhelming at times, um, a little frustrating, but you, you wouldn't think that you would get, you know, a little pushback on kindness, but that's where, that's when you just have to buckle down and keep powering through, because I, I firmly believe that that's how Mhm. And it's not about impact. It's not about affecting uh, the entire world, right? All seven billion of us at one time. Change happens one person at a time, one interaction at a time. And so, if you take it in small bits, it's more manageable. And just you know, just keep going because that's what we need, especially now. Right. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, I, you, you look at the world and you see things that are out there and that can be so overwhelming because you think about how am I going to, how am I going to survive in this world? How am I going to live in this world? How can I impact the world? Yet I think oftentimes we forget about the experiences we have in our own community and right outside our door. And that's the place we can, yeah. And that's where we can, that's where we can be impactful. And if we are all creating beautiful, loving communities in pockets throughout the world, that's how the world changes. Exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> and I love that how you said <laughs> pockets throughout the world because it's true. If everybody takes their own pocket mm-hmm. and um, creates that bubble of kindness, then, you know, what would this world look like? Can you even imagine? No, I, it would – it, 
it's I, I'm picturing in my head. I just went to a giant sheet of bubble wrap, like with the big bubbles, so <laughs> <laughs> right, and they just right. they're all connected, yeah. and then hopefully none of them pop. But if they do, all the others are around. It's still cushioned. What needs to be cushioned, right? <laughs> exactly. That is a great analogy. I love that. <laughs> Sometimes my head comes up with the most interesting uh, <laughs> visuals, but, uh, but but Louisa, I see you online. I see your daily, you know, it's day, whatever we're on of 2020. It seems like day 432, but I think it's got to be 167 or eight, something like that. But I, you're, you're putting out every day, you know, reminding us to make kind of loud, putting out this message. It's beautiful. It's awesome. What have you had to get – what's your awkward that you've had to own to get here? You know, that's a great question, and uh, I've been thinking – I was like, ooh, that's a good one. I'm not sure, but I, I know exactly uh, what my awkward was. So before I was on my kindness journey, um, and I've been on this journey for about eight or nine years now, I was super sarcastic, like – you could not out sarcastic me. <laughs> if you had something <laughs> oh, I to say, I was, yeah, I was ready and willing to fire off at a at a moment's notice. I was I was locked and loaded with the sarcasm, and so um, I have 24 nieces and nephews who are the absolute loves of my life. My life, and one of my nieces lived with me during her high school years, and you know she was going through the typical teenage angst. So I would tell her to clean her room, to do her homework, um, take out the trash, you know, stuff like that. And every single right. time she would say, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I'm thinking, listen, you little 15-year-old, <laughs> you get in there and do, right, you get in there and do what I tell you to do. And, you know, this went on for a good year of her saying, it's not what you say. It's how you say it. And then fast forward another six months or so, um, somebody said something to me that was totally off the wall. Like, it was crazy. And I thought to myself, why did you say it like that? And as soon Mm. as I thought that, her little voice popped in my head and said, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And if I'm going to be a role model for my 24 nieces and nephews, and I want them to go out there and be good humans, and I want them to impact positive change in the world, then I had to model that behavior. And so in order for me to model that behavior, I had to make a conscious decision every single day to do better and to be better and to be kinder. And it was in that moment that I decided that I was going to leave my kind mark on this world because it, it's so true. It is not what you say. It's how you say it. And when you have those conversations with people and they put that mirror up to your face, then you really need to take a good look at yourself and say, well, who do you choose to be today? How are you representing yourself today? How are you going to make a change today? And in order to do that, you have to start with you first. You can't change anyone. You can impact people, but you cannot change people. So that is how, that's that's the awkward I had to get over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. And it's interesting because, I have always been a very sarcastic person. And, uh, you know, one yeah. of the jokes my 
my mother raised us being with, you know, she could teach us the meaning of snide comments essentially. And, uh, I never realized how much that could come across wrong to other people. Like they might not take it as joking. They might not, you know, right. see the fun right. in it all the time. And not that, you know, I can still be sarcastic, but now I, I have learned to be more aware of when that is appropriate and when it is, you know, with a friend who we are truly joking versus in a situation where, you know, when do you need to impact people? I think that's such a beautiful way to look at it, to think about how the message you're trying to put out to the world, how are you saying it to the world? Yeah, exactly. And so you, I mean, and that's just, that's just the first hurdle to get over. Like you, you recognize that in yourself and then you can make adjustments. But like I said, you can't, you can only, you're only in charge of you, right? And you can only um, control what you do um, in the world. Right. So, so now I have, so now I wonder when you, you have this aha moment, this light bulb goes off as you're having someone say something to you and you're feeling like you're 15, maybe now 16 year old niece, uh, who's like, why are you saying it to me like that? Uh, how, how did that then impact how you spoke to your niece or w did you, did you share that with her or was it a pride issue where you, you're like, Oh gosh, now I know this and I can't say it. <laughs> how quickly did that <laughs> unfold? Um, you know, I don't remember talking to her directly about it in that moment. But we have had mm -hmm. conversations about it um, since then. Um, but I do remember uh, being mindful of how I was uh, talking to her and asking her to do things. And so she saw the change. She felt the change. Um, so it was more so of the action of it and not the talking of it. But later, um, mm -hmm. I definitely was like, you know what? Because she, she did, she asked me, she said, why uh, are you on this kindness journey? And I told her, um, it's, it's in part because of you and, and how you responded when you lived in with me during your high school years and how you would always say, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And so she, she knows that now, but in the moment, it was more of me uh, doing actions to show her that, yes, I hear you and yes, I see you. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I love how you you call out the difference between the action and the the talking about it because when you when you actually do something, that's where people see the change versus you coming back and saying, "Oh, I had this happen to me now, and I'm gonna and now this is my new stance." Versus just putting it into action and letting thing letting her respond better to you because you're putting the kindness out there first versus the sarcasm. Correct. Correct. And I, I totally agree with that. It's, we, I mean, we, we as humans can talk about a lot of stuff, right? We can talk the talk, mm -hmm. but it's actually getting out there and, and walking it and doing it every day. So, um, yeah, and that was my goal is to make sure that she knew, um, she felt heard because part of the thing was that she wasn't, she didn't feel heard. She didn't feel like, I was listening to her and I get that. And so mm. and part of that was for me to, to make a change so that she felt hurt. And, and it, it definitely changed the dynamics of our relationship too. So it, it was amazing. Yeah. So when you, was this like for you, do you feel like this was 
flipping a switch or uh or uh, you know more turning a freighter like were you suddenly kind every day and never fell back to sarcasm or were there times where you just had to really hold back and I really want to say the sarcastic thing but I'm I'm gonna be kind <laughs> like how was that oh my goodness let me tell you so the first <laughs> two years were hard they were difficult because sarcasm is my default or was my default sarcasm was like uh-huh. like I said I was locked and loaded I was ready I had I had comebacks like you wouldn't believe <laughs> right and so right. um, it was it was it was very difficult the first couple of years because I had to take pause. I had to take pause and I had to say to myself, "Ooh, do you really want to say that? Um, is that how you want to say this?" Like literally in my head, in the moment when I'm having conversations with me with people, I had to stop and think to myself, "Okay, you can't you can't fire off right here." And so <laughs> it was right. like I said before. <laughs> Yeah, like I said before, it it had nothing to do with anyone else but me, and I had to make that change. And no, it was not a a flip of a switch. It's easier now for me because I think um, kindness is a muscle. The more you work it out, the easier um, it gets, right, the stronger it gets. Mm -hmm. Um, And so my kindness muscle is pretty strong these days. But at the very, very beginning of my kindness journey, I – was a baby. I couldn't crawl in kindness, right? And so it was just making the decision that in that even if you mess up, even if you um, said the wrong thing, that you had the opportunity the very next time to make it right. So you may have messed up mm-hmm. in one interaction, but the very next interaction, you could do better. And so I, I offered myself a lot of grace the first couple of years. So no, it was definitely not easy. <laughs> it was definitely not something yeah. that I just woke up and was like, okay, I'm kind now. Um, no. <laughs> but, yeah. but well, I think that. yeah, I think it's important for people to know that cause, cause we see you as, you know, the make kind loud woman and how could you ever, how could that be hard for you? Cause I met you after this part of your journey and right. And so I think it's important for people to know it it was a conscious change and and you've you've worked that muscle and it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, and it's it's not I mean it's something that I still work at today and it's something like if you for anyone but for me especially if it's something that you care about and you and you really want to put forth into the world it's something that you have to work at every single day. And so um so yeah, it's it wasn't it wasn't easy at the very beginning, but it's definitely worth it. It's definitely um changed my life. Um it's definitely made me a kinder person. Um and I you know, I wouldn't change I wouldn't change the journey at all. Mm, that's beautiful. Now have you you mentioned that you get some pushback for being kind sometimes. How does that happen? You know, sometimes I my key phrase is that it's that's not nice <laughs> like if I see someone who um uh, who has said something and I and I typically use this with my nieces and nephews because I'm around them a lot and I have younger ones I have older ones but I also have younger ones and so if I see them doing something um I'll be like you know that's not nice and that allows them to have a conversation but what I mean by pushback on kindness is that 
people think kindness is fluff, that it's just something to say. Mm. It's a catchphrase. But it really is how I choose to live my life every single day. And it really can be the um, the catalyst to the world that we want to live in. But we also have to buy into it, right? You have to, we have to buy into kindness. And I think because of so long of people thinking that it's weak and that um, nothing is going to come of this and what's the point, um, I, I get a lot of that. What's the point? The point is that mm. you may not think you're making a difference, but you are. And you have to keep keep going because just the tiniest thing, it could be the tiniest thing that you, someone sees you do, seeing you do, or someone hearing you speak, that that can affect them, maybe not in that moment. And I think that's the, that's the problem, is that we live in a world of instant gratification. We live, in, we live in the microwave generation where we want it right now, we want it quick, right? But kindness mm-hmm. always be quick. Sometimes you impact someone and they won't realize it until literally years down the road. But that doesn't mean that you stop. That means that you just keep going forward. And so the pushback is, you know, sometimes is what's the point? You know, why are you doing this? And that's when you just have to have that thick skin and and keep going because no matter what, it's about how you want to live your life and what kind of impact you want to make in the world. And like I said before, you you only have control of you. Yeah, and I like how you talk about it being a microwave generation because that really does sum up this idea of, you know, dinner's done in 30 seconds and what I what I put out into the world, I should get something back immediately. But that's not how things yeah. always work. You might not ever get something back from being kind that you know of immediately, you know. Right, right. And that's okay. But, and, you know, it, yeah. I, and I think it's, it's – people think it's like a give, a give and take, right? Like, well, I, I've given mm-hmm. this out, now I need to receive something. Um, and it's not that. It's just about being your kindest self. <laughs> and so, yeah. Right. It, but it is that, yes. it is that microwave generation um, attitude. Yeah, essentially you're always on pay-it-forward mode. You're always putting the kindness out there, and that will go somewhere else into the world through other channels and come back to you in other ways. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I just, we've got a lot going on in the world right now, and I just feel like we can't talk today without mentioning that. And and that's got to be a hard test for kindness when there's so much that needs to be brought to attention. And and it's not, like, I, I, I want to be careful to say it's not that things have suddenly changed and awareness has has been brought to light suddenly or not suddenly but been elevated quite a bit and and uh, and with right. all the things going on already tensions are high and that makes it so much more important to be kind and how how has that played out for you uh in your messaging in conversations and in what you're doing yeah, thank you for that. Listen, I am a deeply feeling person. Um, I I feel all the emotions. And so this has been hard, um, and it has been frustrating, and it has been overwhelming. 
And um, I, you know, you've heard my messages every morning. It's, it's typically, mm-hmm. you know, get out there. It's have a great day. But the last few days, I've, it's the same message, but a different tone to it. And the tone now is we need to have those conversations. We need to um, stand in the gap with each other. We need to um, come together because we belong to each other. And so it's been hard for me because of the type of person I am, the DNA makeup of me is feeling mm-hmm. it all, you know, feeling the weight of the severity of what's happening in the world. Um, I feel every ounce of it from both sides. So I, I get it and I understand it, but you can't stop. And it, it can be, it can be taxing and exhausting, mm-hmm. but it's because, in those moments where what do you do now? Do you give up? Right. Because this is what you, you know, this is what you've been working for. You've been working for these hard moments. You've been, you've been exercising that kind muscle so that you can be strong during these hard moments. And we're in a Mm. difficult and hard moment right now. And everyone is not bad um, that we come across, right? Everyone is not out to, to, get you but at the same time it's important to understand the sensitive nature of what's happening right now it's important to understand that the frustrations that are going on right now and so in order to go get through it not get over it not overcome it not not pretend like it's not happening but we have to actually walk through the fire together hand in hand and, and say that we will not tolerate this. And that, uh, that's across all boards from, from everyone. We all have to come together. We all have to hold hands. And we all have to walk mm-hmm. through the fire together. And that's how we affect change. So it, it's, been very, it's been very difficult. And I, I am one who wants the best for everyone. I am one who believes the goodness of humanity. I believe that people are good to their core, but I also believe that hate is taught, but it can be unlearned. But in order for it Mm -hmm. to be unlearned, we have to keep showing up every day. We have to keep showing up every day, even when you are exhausted, even when you are frustrated and you want to throw your hands up and you're like, what the heck? Like, what? (laughs) Right. the heck is going on around here? And it's okay mm-hmm. to feel like that. It's okay to feel those emotions. But you also yeah, and have I think to be that's, strong enough to keep going. Yeah, I think it's so important to acknowledge that when you see people out in the world and they're portraying something, I, I look at the world right now and I just see a lot of pain from all sides of the equation. Yeah. Um, yeah. People are hurt because of actions that have happened. People have hurt because they feel attacked on one way or the other. And so their reactions are manifesting the pain that they're feeling or the insecurities that they're feeling, but it's all because they're not feeling heard from, from whatever aspect of the angle they're coming from. And, yeah. and you just, you know, you don't, you don't grow love by pointing fingers. You grow love by holding hands. I truly believe that you can't, like you said, you've got to hold hands and walk through something. And, and that's what I love about your message about standing in the gap. It's there's this space that 
is between the lines that people need to step into and, and walk into that neutral zone and understand that no matter what walk of life you're coming from, you cannot understand the experiences of the other side fully. And, right. and to be able to be not afraid to have the conversation and, and approach it with kindness, with you have pain, how can we console that and make the world less painful going forward and make it a better place and a more kind place. And, and those are the questions we need to ask versus who's at fault and is it even worth changing and will it ever change? It's no, how can we make it better? It might not, it's not going to solve every problem overnight and some problems will always be there in one form or another or in different places, but how do we make it better and how do we make it kinder? Agreed. And there's pain on all sides, right? Like every, everybody right. is feeling the pain. The pain is different. It's, it's different for, for me and for you. It's different for police officers. It's different for um, someone who's on the front line, the healthcare workers during, you know, COVID-19. The pain is different, but the pain mm-hmm. is the same, if that makes sense. Like, right. we are all feeling yeah. pain. And so that's, that's why we have to come together. That's why we have to come together and, and be there for each other, because it's, if if not us, then who, right? If not now, then mm-hmm. when? Like, when can we all get right. together and say enough is enough on all sides? Like, everybody, the the what's happened and the repercussions of what's happened, all of it is wrong, right? So how mm-hmm. do we move forward and 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 how do we come together? Because that's the only way this is gonna this is gonna work is that we have to step in that gap and we have to be vulnerable yeah, yeah. enough to have those hard conversations and not get defensive about it. We have to honor the pain that the person across the aisle is feeling because they're feeling mm-hmm. pain too. And so it's, yeah. it's just yeah. about you know realizing that we are all in this together. So how do we make it right. better? It's, and, and, at the end of the day, we are all living in the same community, and it's not about making a community be identified by one cause or another. It's, nobody wins. There's no, this is the dominant cause. It's, this is the community we want to create, and so what do we want to live in? What world do we want to live in with other people, and how do we, how do we create that, and how do, we take, how do we make it so that tomorrow we wake up with a little kinder place than we were today, and Maybe it's just by smiling at someone. Maybe it's by having a really difficult conversation with someone we're close to. Maybe it's more publicly. Yeah. It's different. You know, that answer is different every day and in every situation, but there's something we can do every exactly. day. Exactly. Exactly. Um, every, like there's, there's no one uh, vein to this. There's no one right way to do it. Every interaction, every exactly. situation is different, and but we just got to keep showing up. For sure. Now, I hate to say it because this is a topic that just could go on and and warrant so much more than our half an hour is is allowing, but we do have just a couple minutes left. So what's what's that important thing you want to leave our audience with about uh, how they can own their awkward, how they can make kind important? What can what can people do in their life, in their community right now to get in that gap or to to show their kindness? Yeah. Have the, have the conversation right now. Everyone is 
feeling a little um, shaken, right? And so it's part, mm-hmm. but what the one thing that we can do is to have conversations with people, get to know people, show up in love. Not We're not going to fix everything right away, but we can take that step forward and get to know people on a deeper level. Because I, one of the things that I love is that I've read this somewhere that you can't hate some that, something that you know more about, right? And so if you get to know mm-hmm. a person across the aisle, get to know their story, because we all have stuff. We've all gone through something. And so it is mm-hmm. up to us to, to take that step and to, and to have those conversations and to, and to say, I may not understand what you're going through, but I am here and I'm willing to listen. And if more of us do that, then I truly, truly believe that this world, the the energetic uh, energy of the world will change. The vibrational energy of the world will change just by that simple act. I love that. And I totally agree with you because just as much as your mind sees positive and builds on it, the world around you is going to do that same thing and it's going to work off those vibrations. I think that's beautiful. Exactly. <laughs> and Louisa, I am so grateful for you, for everything you're doing, and for for just having this time with you today. I really appreciate it. Um, we are going to have to run, but I thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing. People are seeing it. It's making a huge difference, and we are all going to get out there and make kind loud. Thank you so much. Thank you.